Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. I was in the car over the weekend with two other uh, I mean, the, the term wellness blogger makes me want to vom in my mouth a little. <laughs> um, but, so 2009. You know, oh, 2012, as it's happened. Right. But the fact is that that's how all of us started out. We were all, you know, blogging recipes and just doing all this sort of stuff. And we were talking about, oh, I said, I'm, I'm so glad I had that foundation. I am actually not too sure I would have a business if I didn't have that foundation. And as I'm mapping out the timeline of my business for some workshops that I'm running, I saw that it was it was October or November, I can't remember, um, 2012 when I first, you know, discovered WordPress and created my own really dodgy website and started a Facebook page. And it was exactly two years later in October 2014 when I first earned any revenue from my blog. Um, and and I had invested in B-School in that time. I invested $2,000 in a course when I was like, maybe I could do something with this. <laughs> but then after that, I mean, it was still another year and a half before I actually did anything. But I kind of had this feeling that, that it would be there. But the reason why we're all talking about being glad to have that foundation was because I see so many people struggling to be consistent, to build a genuine community, to serve without expectation. And all of that was a really big part of the blogging experience, you know, like coming up against your own like discipline. Mm. really like there was no reason that I had to do anything apart from I was like well I could put this out there and imagine people would actually make that that would be amazing but then you know three little well I got pregnant with the third and all the pregnancy and all that sort of stuff and I was like oh my gosh it's been two weeks or three weeks since I put anything on the blog I really should but then I I built this kind of inner discipline about what I was you know, that there was an expectation that I wanted to help people. So I would just keep showing up. Like, remember back in the day when Facebook rewarded you mm. for being there the more, more often than not? Like there was kind of like a three times a day rule mm. for a little while on Facebook where that's what kept you in people's feeds. And I was, I was doing that, like posting three times a day on Facebook for nothing, like to not build a business. I was just just doing it. And without that uh, ability to know what people respond to, to try out different things, to see no one reached, to see a lot of people reached and sometimes even things shared, I don't know if I would have the skills that, oh, I definitely wouldn't have the skills that I have today. I definitely wouldn't have built a business. And so I just thought it was worth talking about. Yeah. So, right. Like today is a very different time to 2012. In fact, like, you know, I had my Think Beautiful Facebook page back then and it had 
quite like more likers than my personal Facebook page does now. And I probably only had it for 12 months. So back then it was a lot, you know, you'd just, you'd, you'd share other people's content, you'd tag other businesses and, you know, and you'd get great reach. But these days it's, um, like I find from the people that, that I've worked with, you know, who are kind of just at the beginning stages of their business, perhaps like what, like they're like, well, what do I do? Because it's so noisy. No one's getting any engagement on their Facebook pages, apparently. So like, how do I, how do I even grow from my 69 likes to anything bigger than that, where I might be able to eventually monetize something? What would your advice be? Well, I do think that um, it's okay. So what I I think Facebook is very much a a pay to play platform at the moment, unless you're creating video content. Um, Video will get you seen. There's Facebook groups, which help get you seen by people. There's still a lot of ways to use Facebook organically to benefit your business and to get your reach out there. But you do have to be more creative. Like I would say, like there's a cool party happening over on Instagram, number one. Um, but what I feel is that the basics that why I feel like blogging helped me is because I was always thinking about how to create content that helps people, whether you are using Facebook ads, just putting something out organically, like most people are using social media as their blog these days. So they're not trying to direct people away from that to a um sure, website. to a website but i and for good reason i mean it, we get penalized for doing good that cuz social channels want us to stay on social but you can just you know like jada selna um with simple green smoothies build your party like go where the party is if your party's on instagram stay you know put great content there consistently mm. if it's on facebook put content great content there consistently but there needs to be this element of continual showing up for your community, I think, is still a real foundation. Whether you do that in a small, closed Facebook group like you do very well, whether you're like me and really utilize the power of Facebook Live and put like, you know, I do all kinds of stuff on my Facebook page because all kinds of stuff get engagement and are rewarded. But the fact of the matter is, if you're not showing up anywhere with consistency, thinking about, you know, providing free value to people, then it's going to be very hard to grow a business. It, it, it just doesn't come out of nowhere. Like a podcast is a great example of a way to build a platform that keeps people coming back. You know, you've got building consistency is essential with a podcast, wouldn't you say? And yeah. um And all those practices, like someone doesn't open up a cafe and just open it, well, when they feel like it. Well, some do, but they're not very successful. (laughs) Right. You are, it's, it's hard to build that, you know, it's about the, it's about the showing up with consistency. And I, and I, I feel like we can, we can get very frustrated with social media, but you know, I'm still a really big fan of having an email list because it is a way that I can email them and, you know, just yeah. make sure if I can get into their inbox, I can deliver them the things that sometimes it's harder on social media. Yeah. But without that, 
you know, I mean, I'm a person who needs deadlines. So a big, crazy, and I think a lot of people struggle with this too, is if there's no point, like everything kicked up a notch once people were paying me. Like it, I would say if you're struggling with consistency, offer something. Oh, my God. And <laughs> yes. have to turn up for people. Well, if you think about like find your freak, right? It's like I, there's no, like I have had to show up to daily podcast for find your freak. And I was like, what am I going to say every day for a month? But, you know, in doing it, it had to be done. It was just a non-negotiable, like making my bed. Non-negotiable. I just have to do it. But most of us can, like, you know, there's not that amount of pressure on us to, or we're trying to avoid that kind of pressure because it feels like a noose, but that noose is the thing that allows us to be creative and actually have what we want, you know? Exactly. And I just, I, you know, that was the 21 day whole foods challenge for me mm. was like, okay, I'm going to ask people, what the hell? There's 500 people. <sighs> now I've really got to do this. And then on the back of, and that was free, but there was an expectation. Uh, I, I think building that in is really important. I think, you know, also just get conscious around the fact that it, I, had um, dinner on Friday night. Uh, I stayed at Amy Taylor Cabaz's house, beautiful Amy, and we went down to Carriage Works and had dinner with um, one of the partners of Canva. And he's like a design freak, right? And he, we were talking about blogging, and he said that he feels there's a big turn back towards blogging because a lot of the people in that space are all way ahead of the rest of us plebs. Um, you know, the people playing on the edges of technology and what's happening. And he said that he knows a lot of people, he, he let his, his blog die for the last three or four years because there was just, you know, no point. And he's picked it up again in the last 12 months. And he's having a play and he's creating really great stuff and he's having people just, you know, ask for more. This is just a design blog. And he's finding that a lot of people in that tech space are going back to blogs because we own that platform. You know, people can remember RSS feeds or whatever they were, um, but stuff like that might become more, it might actually get in vogue again as people get frustrated with the algorithms and all that sort of thing. So, you know, I don't necessarily, I think it's, I think blogging isn't in uh, vogue as much. Like, would you, do you read any blogs? I don't know, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a blog reader. No, but I don't know. I'm, well, back when I first started Carlosophies as a blog, like a blogger, I don't remember if you remember blogger, but it was like blog spot. Anyway, um, it, it was 2008 or 2009 and I read a lot of blogs then, but, you know, there was no Facebook. And, right. Or it was very early on for Facebook couple of years in so it wasn't like I was there all the time I certainly couldn't have it on my phone um yes and I also was supremely lonely so I would just sit you know in my little studio totally isolated in Nambucca Heads you know blog hopping which was what you used to do back mm. then you used to go from blog mm -hmm. to blog and there was this mm. comment for comment thing that would kind of go on yes oh gosh yes <laughs> um yeah. so the world like that that kind of world was was very very different don't know why I was going there. But I did want to, I did have a question come up that I wanted to ask you, right? 
Like, so, so your circumstances are different to a lot of other people's circumstances. Most people, even if they've been blogging for two years, don't get 500 people in their first free offer that they put out there. Um, no Facebook ads, no list. Yes. It was exactly. a different time. Yeah. So it was a different time. Exactly. But, and we've all started at zero, but I, I wonder how, what would your advice be for someone who is seeing, you know, that, that whole 35 people have seen your post and the gut drops because it's like this is this needs to be seen by more people like this is good content and nobody's seeing it like for so i wanted to share this actually because um jana kingsford wrote something today on her facebook which was just like fire in the belly right so she had said like most of us share shit and sometimes it doesn't get the recognition that we think it deserves um, like even say my podcast, the downloads aren't what they were, you know, two years ago because I'm not interviewing. There's a lot of different reasons and I haven't been, um, you know, as heavily promoting and it's not new anymore. It's more sustained, long term, very slow, you know, growth. So, so it's very easy to get disheartened by those numbers and go, well, pff, what's the fucking point? And Jana had said, you know, when I'm ignored, I ignite because she's all mm. about the alliteration or whatever that's called. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I loved that, right? It's like so often we see um, being ignored or feeling ignored because that's what you feel like sometimes when you post something that you feel super profound or really comes from a really thoughtful place. You've really put a lot of thought and effort into it. And then you get like fuck all reach. Um, and you feel a bit ignored because sometimes it can feel personal to people not to, you know, have their shit exploding. But I loved that idea of when you're ignored, that's the time to ignite. It's not the time to walk away and go, well, see, mm. the world, uh -huh. the world thinks I'm just as fucked up as I think I am. Yeah. You know? I mean, okay, so I've got a few things to say on that and they're probably all going to get out of my head as soon as I start talking. But the first thing I would, I would say is like, this is why I, I think that you just need to keep writing or keep doing videos. You never know what's going to land. If I felt down because things never got seen, I wouldn't still be here. Mm. You got to take responsibility for the fact if you want this in people's lives, you got to reach them. There are so many ways for us to do that now. Like if you if you write a post or, you know, say for me, um, I'm like, oh, Facebook didn't show anyone that recipe. Um, so what I'm going to do, like because it linked out to, to my blog or something, I'd be like, oh, that's such a shame because if everyone tried that chocolate coconut slice, they would die and they would be very happy. And I'm not doing this for me. I've got the recipe. I want them to have it for free. So I'm like, mm, okay. It, that didn't go so well. So maybe I'll copy and paste it into a post with the picture. And then maybe that'll get a few shares. And, um, or people might save it or whatever it is. They might keep coming back for that. Then I'm going to just share it on Instagram as well. And maybe I'll even pop that Instagram post. I'll share that to my stories, stories. or I might show people me eating it in my Insta stories. And it's like, and then. I'll always send it out via my newsletter on a Friday. So I just don't take it to mean that because someone hasn't seen a post that there's no way for those people to 
see your awesome stuff. There's absolutely ways. If you want people's eyes on it, then do the things you need to do to get people's eyes on it. Where are your audience? If they're not on Facebook, are they on LinkedIn? Like, are you trying to reach people on a platform where they're, you know, vacating from? And if you do want people to see it, also maybe it's maybe just learn a little bit of the basics of Facebook ads and give it a little boost or do what you need to do. I I do think that, like, I see a lot of whinging about Facebook And, you know, the jury is in on Facebook. We know what they want. Actually, I just had a thought. I probably should have run this by you before, but Jo has that great organic guide thing that she put together about creating organic um, content Content. on on Facebook. So maybe in the show notes we could put a link to where people can get that. It's only $10 and it has some really great insights into, like, ways that you can create content that will engage people. Yeah, so, it's awesome. So, you know, simple stuff. It's like, yeah, it's the, it's an amazing guide. So you call cool if I stick the link to that in the totally. show notes? Cool. Yeah, and I'm, I, I've, that, my opt-in is, is all about that too on my website because I do, you know, the other thing is, is if you're just being vanilla and boring and sharing other people's stuff and not coming up with your own content and not being engaging and not telling stories and doing all the things, then you will not be seen. That's why Jana's saying, you know, she gets ignited. It's like, I need to be bigger. This message is important. So, you know, focus on, like, don't just do it for the sake of doing it because you've got to be on a platform. But like when we use the word platform, that's a really powerful thing. And as we saw at that digital publishing disruption BS event, (laughs) like we're media creators. Mm. And if you're not comfortable being a media creator, you might need to get some help with socials. You might need to work out how it all works and or have someone in work on it for you because there does need to be consistent creative yeah, or, or and find a different business model find a business model where exactly facebook ads and instagram aren't necessarily necessary yeah like i just i just today took a, a woman's name because she put her name up um as a babysitter and put it on a tree on trees mm. near the school and i just took her phone number like there's so many ways to reach the people I mean, that you want to thing, set. And media. I think that's the key, right? Like kill a copy isn't on Instagram. It's never been on yeah. Facebook. You know, the way that I, the way that I've grown that business is through word of mouth mostly, but also through a little bit of LinkedIn time when, you know, when I, when I feel like it. And in the old days, it was literally cold emailing people. So it's like we, I think sometimes we think that it needs to be done this one way. And if you're a personal brand kind of thing, then you really do need to be showing up on socials as you. But if you're not, then there's so many different ways that you could expand your business. If you really don't want to show up, if you're, if you don't have a message that you want to share, um, and, and it's that important to you that you'll get over yourself to show up, then, that's okay too. Just find something that doesn't require you to do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel about this, but I heard the quote, um, if you don't care about marketing as much as you care about what you do, you will struggle building a business online. 
Like if you have huge trouble with marketing, like being seen, with basically just creating connection with people, then you're going to have, you, you know, you will have a hard time. Yeah, do and you, I think like think I think sometimes people, I, I guess it depends on your definition of marketing, right? If your definition of marketing is connecting with people on a human level, then yes. Well, I think that's what all good marketing does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of shit marketing out there. I think that's what there's a lot of shit of marketing. Bad, bad name. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I just think it's about connecting with people and giving them the information that they need in a way that they can absorb mm. to be able to make a decision about whether something is right for them or not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, I mean, back to the start. Uh, once again, slightly off tangent and slightly ranty today, Carly. I would say <laughs> we are. I'm feeling um, a little fired up today. I'm feeling um, a little. I did just want to add something to that. You know, like I might have said this in the last episode. I don't know. I've spoken so fucking much over the last month <laughs> with Find Your Freak and Carlos of Eps and this and everything else that's going on. Um, and the recording of the audiobook, I don't know what I've said where, but you know, I think the key is like when back in 2014, back in 2012, when you were showing up regularly, you weren't, you weren't worried about how many people were seeing it. You weren't worried necessarily about who you were reaching. You were just showing up in a legit, authentic you way, sharing something that you were learning along the way. Right. And. Often what we take for granted is we don't know who's listening to that. We don't know who's there, um, you know, that, that in the future may just be able to help us with something. So, or, you know, I think like, yeah, we, we don't know who's there. We get engagement from a small aspect of our audience and there's a lot of other people sitting there watching, watching you, waiting for you to, Get over yourself and offer them something, you know. Right, I right, and you know, after doing so many, like doing quite a few live events, I can absolutely say that the majority of people who come to those live events tell me that they've been around from the very start. There is something really, really special and sacred about the people who join you when you're very, very first starting your journey. They will be your biggest advocates. They will share your stuff. They will feel a personal connection to you. And that means something. Mm. It really, it really does. So, you know, just practice with the few people who are following. Practice creating content. Be disciplined about creating that content. Like, and engage, engage you? with those people who what are engaging that? with it's you. A conversation. Yeah. It's like, just see the whole thing as an interesting conversation. I tell that to people all the time. Like, get over yourself. You don't have to have all the answers. Like, you don't have to be the expert here. Just be in conversation with people. It's called social media for a reason. And we massively overcomplicate it. But I do think that there is, um, I do think that there's a lot of value in, um, experimenting with different forms of communication, with different types of content. You know, like back in the day when I said to Tara Bliss at the first B-Schoolers meetup, like, I just don't know what my point of difference is. And she was like, just keep writing. Just write, 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 don't stop writing. And I really, and I did, I took that on board. And, and for me, it's I, been speak, speak and just keep speaking, you know. Right. 
find your thing and just work it out through showing up consistently. Totally. You you get there if yeah. you want. Yeah, absolutely. And then capitalise on where things are working. Don't be afraid to walk away from the things that aren't and capitalise on the things that are. You know, give those things more attention. Um, absolutely. And the thing that will make you stand out more than anything else is if you're just yourself. Totally. Like you're just your unique self. Like the weirder and less vanilla, the better. Don't be worried that people will judge. People will always judge. But the right people will find you. That is the thing that stands out online 100%. You and I have seen that time and time and time again. Yes. All right. All right. So Another uh, one of the world's problems solved. Thank you, done. Lisa. <laughs> now I've got to go get my kid from soccer practice. Until next week. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company. <laughs>